This is an audio series powered by Altium. Our vision is based around supporting you, the engineer, fueling your passion to design. We aim to deliver you the most cutting-edge PCB design knowledge and resources the industry has to offer in an easy-to-understand and digestible way. Without further ado, let's get started. Integrated Circuit Simulation Integrated Simulator or Simulating ICs Look, you aren't a newbie anymore. But here's why we say keep circuit simulation in your toolkit. As your career progresses, you become more confident. You'll tend to collect circuits you know work well in different designs, power supplies, filters, oscillators, etc. And most of the time, these reusable blocks will work great in any place you choose to use them. But using simulation can still save your bacon. Integrated Circuit Simulation, your second look assistant. I talk to electronic designers from all different stages of careers and skill level. For over a decade, my involvement with EDA marketing and support has given me the opportunity to discuss designs of all types with seasoned professional PCB designers, fledgling engineers, PCB design specialists, university students, and uh, even hobbyists. But on the subject of circuit simulation, it's obvious to me that designers rely heavily on simulation software during the learning years of their careers but tend to fall out of the simulation habit as their careers progress. You might say, well, duh. But in spite of this, there are good reasons not to forget or neglect to use circuit simulation. Let's take a look at some of those. Save time on PCB prototyping. Typically, not every part of a design can be simulated. And in modern mixed signal designs with large microcontrollers or digital sections mostly software-driven, the configuration of test stimulus isn't practical. However, there are always a few smaller critical elements of the design, usually in the analog realm, where you need to make sure your circuit will work. If you simulate just those elements of design which involve analog signals and power, or which perform some new function purely in hardware, it's going to save a lot of time, simply because you can get a quick answer if the essential logic or analog behavior in your sub-circuit does what you intend. Save money on components and PCB spins. Apart from the axiom that time is money, using integrated circuit simulation for testing and virtual prototyping will definitely save money in wasted components and PCB spins. That's a given. One reason many engineers give up on the simulating stuff is that they think they have to use a different tool or simulation than they do for the schematic design. This trap is easy to fall into, because there's a number of free simulation tools available for download from semiconductor manufacturers, such as LT-SPICE and T-TINA. But it's a big hassle having to redraw everything in two different places. And typically, dedicated SPICE simulation tools come with lightweight schematic editors, which aren't very good for PCB design. Having the professional schematic design with unified component modes means you can add SPICE, XSPICE, digital sim code, for mixed modes, and P-SPICE models directly into the components in your design library. Then, the SPICE simulation is ready to go from the same schematic editor, so you don't need to redraw anything. So now you know, by integrated circuit simulation, I mean an integrated simulator. But you might also be thinking about simulating ICs. Take a second look, my friend. The esoteric nature of electronics can lead you to believe a circuit will behave one way, when in reality it's different. And before you go down the trouble of building it, 
simulation can be a quick sanity check. When I'm designing analog circuits in particular, I like to use the simulator to check the following. DC biases and conditions around the circuit, particularly needed with discrete transistor and JFET-based designs. Frequency responses, aka AC small signal analysis. Clipping levels and nonlinearity characteristics using transient analysis. Device power dissipation, voltages, and currents, DC analysis and transients. And the effects of component manufacturing variances, Monte Carlo analysis. More than anything, running these allows me to quickly see if something doesn't work as I had intended. If the simulator provides me with an unexpected result, it prompts me to check everything and look for circuit design errors, incorrect component values, or bad part choices. This may seem obvious, but it's worth discussing. Many people, once they've gained more experience, see simulators as a learning tool they used in school, but really, they're here to help in all active designs. Designing with simulation. Circuit simulation is a very powerful tool for design as well, not just for testing the theoretical calculated component values, but also for trying out an array of what-if scenarios. For example, let's say I'm designing a second-order high-pass filter for an active speaker crossover. I want to figure out the best range of resistor and capacitor values while maintaining a Butterworth or maximally flat passband characteristic and enable user-selectable cutoff frequency with a switch. I can use global parameters in the XSPICE simulation setup section within Circuit Studio to create multiple parameter sweeps with component values calculated from the Buttersworth formulas. From here, using the parametric sweep option allows me to vary the global parameters, cutoff frequency, and damping coefficient, which the component values for Butterworth response are calculated from. The result is a series of response curves. My personal preference for the waveform editor is to have a dark background. I use the document options to swap the foreground and background colors. I also format the waveforms to display magnitude in dB and phase in degrees. Once I apply these settings to the document and save it, they are stored perpetually. So now I can perform any number of simulations with different variations of the circuit and it remembers my preferences for the display. So taking this parameter sweep and global parameters capability a step further helps me analyze and virtually prototype the classic bogey graphic equalizer circuit. In this case, I have a multi-channel design with an inductor capacitor series resonant circuit used for each of the filter frequency bands between 32 Hz and 16 kHz. I wanted to simulate the effect of varying each gain pot between flat, full cut, and full boost. Each position for each band is simulated with the potentiometer positions adjusted as global parameter formulas. So in this case, I have a bunch of piece-by-style style if statements. When the parameter sweep varies the pot's parameter, it causes each of the potentiometer resistance values at different specific points to represent the extreme and center positions in turn. Now I can go ahead and prototype this equalizer build, knowing that it will sound awesome with my electric guitar.